the biggest challenge for me was believing the results because when you're coming in from an angle where you have a preconception of what to expect the initial thing is oh perhaps i'm using the wrong software but i i ran several iterations i used different structural equation modeling software tools i checked and rechecked the data but it all produced the same result welcome to the third in a series of podcasts with isaac moyo Isaac is the Programme Management Office Lead for the Improvement and Transformation Office at Central London Community Healthcare NHS Trust. As part of his MBA, Isaac conducted a piece of research that looked at how health and care employees adapt to a more agile way of working. This is against the backdrop of a rapidly changing work environment over the course of a global pandemic. Today's episode will focus on the results Isaac uncovered during this piece of work. Hi Isaac, thanks again for joining us for another episode. How are you today? I'm good, thank you, Carl, and thanks very much for having me back. Perfect, brilliant. So today's episode, Isaac, is going to be focusing on your results, things that surprised you, challenges you faced, and what we can learn from them. So before we get straight into it, can you give us a bit of context to the results? So you said you did a survey in the last episode? Yes, um, I did a survey. I mean, the survey was um, sent to uh, via email to over 2,600 clinical staff at CLCH. This was from a mailing list, which was specifically selecting clinicians within the trust. Uh, We got rid of all the corporate stuff because we just wanted to find out about the use of laptops within by by clinicians. Now, from the emails that were sent out, um, 475 staff completed the survey. Um, That's a response rate of about 21%. um, If you eliminate all the bounced emails or staff who left the trust, or on long-term sick. And this was a surprisingly high response rate considering the size of the population that we sent to. And so what were the questions in the survey then? Um, so the survey was made up of um, an, several self-administered online um, questionnaire. And this was adopted from, if you recall from the previous episode, I, I mentioned um, what's called the UTAUT, which is the Unified Theory on adoption and use of technology, but it was modified to address the use of laptops at CLCH. Now, the items in the survey were measured on a five-point Likert scale, measuring from I strongly disagree to I strongly agree. And in total, there are about 23 survey questions, which were grouped into a few sections um, on that uh, UTAUT, with each section addressing say a specific area on on um, a clinician's belief towards using their laptops. I'll quickly run through what those different sections were. There were questions to test out performance expectancy, if that was the main factor uh, to influence the staff to use their laptops. And the questions will check whether the staff found the laptop useful, whether it, it, it um, enabled them to do their work quicker or if it improved their productivity and performance. And then there were questions on effort expectancy to test out whether the staff found the device clear to use, whether they required a lot of skill to use it and how easy it was to use and to learn. And then there were questions on social influence to test if the clinicians felt influenced by colleagues, senior staff, or or other people in the trust to use their laptops. And finally, there were questions to test whether facilitating conditions were key factors. So that's to check whether they were influenced by, you know, the trust IT uh, resources, their knowledge and support that they got, and the compatibility of their laptops with 
other systems. And then there were also generic questions to test on um, demographic information, things like how old they were or, or the age range they were gender and work experience. Wow, sounds very comprehensive. So did you have any kind of preconceptions of what the results might reveal or what they might be then? Having worked on the Agile Working Project previously, I mean, the general preconception was that facilitating conditions will be the major factor as the majority of issues that were reported within the Agile Working Project were IT related. And this ranged from connectivity issues where staff didn't have any network or Wi-Fi to work uh, while out in the field. It could be the size of the device where some felt it was too big and too chunky to carry their kit. And then there were things like security concerns where they didn't feel comfortable using their laptops in either in people's homes or carrying them in public transport. Another major one was the responsibility of the IT support services. I would class all of these under the facilitating conditions bracket. So that was the preconception. So the results. So what stuck out to you about them? And was there anything that surprised you then? There were a lot of surprises. <laughs> First, to recap on what the results were. Now, the research found staff intention to use their laptops is significantly influenced by social influence as the main factor. So that social influence from the peers, senior leadership and surrounding. And then the next factor that influenced it is performance expectancy. That's how well the device uh, performs and how it, it helps them to improve their efficiency, productivity, ETC. And surprisingly, effort expectancy and facilitating conditions did not seem to have any significant impact on the use of laptops to enable agile working. So here's a quick summary of what the results were. Social influence, it comes in in a number of, of um, guises. Peer influence can be both positive or negative. If the influencer in the team doesn't like a device, then it's most likely that they will influence others to feel the same. However, on the flip side, if we get the influencer on board, on, 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 on our side, if we wanted to influence the team to use the devices, they'll make the job of adoption easier. And then there was also management influence where uh, the adoption adoption has to be visibly modeled by leadership. And pe as people tend to follow what they see leadership do rather than what they leadership say. And then on performance expectancy, um, an overwhelming majority of staff um, from the survey, um, about 91% to be precise, found the devices useful and they felt it made them efficient in their job and helped them realize benefits such as less travel time, um, having more patient facing time. Um, they were able to update their records in real time, all of which improve uh, patient led outcomes. However, on whether the devices helped them to improve their performance, the results showed that they're not getting any feedback for their effort to adopt um, laptop use um, through the appraisal and performance review process. Now, this was one of the lowest scoring areas and I feel it ought to be looked at as there's some research which suggests that the appraisal process can be used to improve uptake of new innovations. Now, effort expectancy from the results does not seem appear to influence the adoption of device use as staff are rather familiar with the use of the laptops and therefore have 
high self-efficacy and their ability to use the devices. Uh, from the survey, about 80% of staff who responded to the survey had over five years of work experience, and this involves them using their laptops or desktops regularly with the related systems and applications, hence the reason why they felt the effort required to use the devices with effort expectancy is irrelevant. Surprisingly, facilitating conditions do not seem to have a significant impact on the use of laptops. Now, this was a, a um, result that really um, surprised me because um, of my previous involvement with the in the Agile working program. And I mean, there are many reasons why this could be the reason. I mean, the trust has invested in not only equipping staff with new devices, um, new laptops, but they have also provided them with um, relevant peripheral equipment to enable them to be agile. I mean, staff could were able to order, say, equipment from um, a catalogue on the internet, and this could all be delivered to their homes or in their work base. Another significant reason why this probably didn't come up high is because staff in different divisions are affected by different facilitating conditions. And what do I mean by that? Staff who work in central London, for example, use public transport for their patient visits and will require kits such as secure laptop bags. So having security is that facilitating condition for them. Whereas people who work um, outside London, say in Hertfordshire, uh, drive to their patient visits and may not be affected by um, supporting kit but will be impacted by poor network connectivity because there are areas outside London that have poor um, connectivity. So that could be another reason why this factor was, was slightly dampened because there isn't a common theme um, across the whole trust. So perhaps it ought to be looked at within the individual divisions or individual units to understand what are the, the, the facilitating conditions that, that impact them as individuals. Well, <laughs> there's a lot to, to take in with those results. So I guess my next question has to be then, what was the biggest challenge for you when it came to interpreting and, and just dealing with these results? Apart from having to learn all the different software systems to interpret the data, the biggest challenge for me was believing the results. Because when you're coming in from an angle where you have a preconception of what to expect, the initial thing is, oh, perhaps I'm using the wrong software or perhaps there's a glitch in my in my coding, but I, I ran several iterations. I used different structural equation modeling software tools. I checked and rechecked the data, but it all produced the same result, which was social influence is the major factor, not by a little bit, but by a significant gap in terms of um, adoption of laptops and perhaps even digital adoption. For me, that, that was the initial challenge. And also because most people within the organization would would have had that similar uh, preconceptions to myself presenting that data to other people within the trust they had the same initial reaction thinking nah your data is not right but i've checked i've rechecked it i've run several iterations and the data doesn't lie so finally isaac i guess what is one key finding or one key takeaway that someone listening to this podcast should take away when it comes to these results? 
as the results have shown that social influence is the major factor. So it takes just one person to get a team to use or not to use a system. So the one takeaway for me is find that person and get them on your side as soon as you can. That's the one way that you can influence that team. Thanks for sharing your results with us, Isaac. They're definitely giving us some food for thought. For those of you still listening, this is the third in a series of podcasts with Isaac. If you missed the first two episodes, don't worry. You can still catch up and listen wherever you get your podcasts. You've been listening to Sounds Like Improvement, a CLCHQI production. Thanks for listening. Take care.